Hey, welcome to Finding the Path to Your Purpose, The Entrepreneur's Journey. My name is Caitlin Young and I'm your host. I will be bringing on guests each week to talk to you about their journey to their purpose and how being an entrepreneur that works and uh, you know how they work through their struggles. I'm really excited to bring this to you guys, so stay tuned. And welcome back to Finding the Path to Your Purpose, The Entrepreneur's Journey. I am really excited for this next guest because you are all in for a treat. Today, we are honored to be joined by my mentor, uh, family of choice. He is an absolute amazing person, is also a best-selling author, as well as uh, the founder and owner of Iconic Alliance, Mr. Chris Whitehead. Thank you for hopping on here. I appreciate you bringing me, Caitlin. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about what you do for those that don't know who you are. Um, you know, where are you from? Okay. Well, I'm from Virginia, but I live in New Hampshire. And uh, I have been a business owner now for 25 years. And I started in the brick and mortar space, apparently, because the internet wasn't really a thing. Um, it was pretty new. Uh, I actually make jokes about the fact um, my junior, senior year in college, I had an apartment that was 10 miles off campus and I would connect to the internet and I would download the syllabus um, and it took a little while. So I would drive all the way to campus, go to an entire class, come back. And by the way, I'd have to park at least a quarter of a mile away and walk to the class and then come back. And it would still be downloading a one-page syllabus because it was 9,600 baud. Oh, my gosh. So, everybody, that that's less than kilobytes. Um, oh it was bytes. God. Bytes of information um, per minute were coming through back in the day. So, this is back when, you know, AOL and all that kind of stuff was going. But long story short, um, I worked in corporate uh, America for a really, really short amount of time, like uh, from the age of... 21 to 23, 24, I worked uh, in corporate America. And I was actually telling somebody this today because I was on uh, my my podcast. And um, I remember a client, a customer coming in, and it was a husband and wife. And the guy looked at me and he said, you shouldn't work here. And Caitlin, when he said it, uh, I didn't take it like... Um, I wasn't doing my job well. In fact, I was the number one salesman in the Eastern region for Radio Shack. Um, I took it as he knew that I was meant to do more than just work at Radio Shack. And what I had done, because I had dropped out of college with only six or 13 credits left. I got into an argument with the Dean of Computer Science as a senior. He wouldn't let me in a freshman level class. And um, because of the way that you sign up for classes that class had already been closed and filled up and I was going to have to go a whole nother semester because that's the only time they offer it and I had three meetings with the guy and he kept shunning me and I said you know if I paid your bills which in fact I do um you know you wouldn't cancel a meeting on me well that was the last time he talked to me <laughs> and um so I just was like well that's the way it goes and then I go and instead of getting a job at a defense contractor which I had been um looking at I chose Radio Shack instead. So I was actually receding and I was settling. And of course, I became, you know, the number one salesman in the Eastern region, but the bar wasn't set very high. 
-hmm. you know, that my competition for employees, these were kids, these were people that just didn't really care about anything. They had a job, you know, um, I came in there and treated it like a career. And I think that's what that, I think that's what that couple saw. And that was the beginning of me going, I wonder what I should be doing, you know? And that led to me joining Amway, which is a multi-level marketing company and networking company. And I did that. I moved to North Carolina and did that. And um, I didn't realize that it had been in North Carolina for like 30 years. So everyone and their brother had been, you know, hit up about Amway. And I couldn't make a dime at it, Caitlin. I could not make any money. But there was one really cool thing. They gave you for $7 a month, these little cassette tapes, like three to five of them per month to listen to. And it's almost like what we do on podcasts now, like you're listening to successful people, give you mindset, give you tactics, give you strategies. And although I never made a dime in Amway, I found that compelling me to want to do my own thing more and more and more. And so Um, with complete ignorance in the faith of a child, I decided one day to quit Radio Shack and start my own business. And uh, I ended up getting one job installing countertops when I thought I was going to be mowing lawns for people, if that tells you how desperate I was. (laughs) And that led to a painting job, which led to a roofing job, which just, you know, piece by piece. And, um, here we are 25 years later on a design build company. So we build additions and do kitchens and bathrooms for people. And um, along the way, around 2011, when I moved, I moved to New Hampshire in 2009. But in 2011, I really started paying attention to the internet and especially video because the company that I was working for when I moved up here. Um, so I closed my business down in 2009 because of the recession and moved up here. The company that I was working for was really successful. And, and I said, what can I do to create a better experience for somebody before they even get to meet me? It's like, yeah. if he's bringing all the leads in, maybe if I go sit down in the design center and, and I talk about what we offer and what they can do. And I mean, this is a 6,000 square foot facility and we've got mock kitchens set up and all the knobs and all the different things that you can um do to to design and build kitchens bathrooms and additions i was like i'll do this and i put that video on youtube and at the same time i was doing a lot of research into internet marketing um and the the founders like the frank kearns and and other people like him they were getting into my head again just like that noise that i was listening to through those amway tapes and i started seeing that i think this internet thing is here to stay and, and I really think that this idea of, of, you know, collecting people's emails and conversing with them regularly, and it's like, it just makes sense that the long game of that, if you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people's emails, some people are going to say yes, if you, you know, create things for them and make money doing it. And that le- that's when I was really heavy into personal development as well, because uh, I was doing it on myself. And that's when I started my first personal development company. And I started doing masterminds locally. I had five of them around here. I started selling my program, activating my purpose. You know all about that. And what I didn't realize at the time is I was still pulling myself out of a desperate mindset of wanting to make money. 
And it's really strange. And I bet you've experienced this too. The more I try to like grab after something instead of letting it come to me, the more it seems to run away from me and yeah. the more desperate I would become. And that's when I, and because I'm, you know, trying to make money. And at the same time, I'm trying to go through personal development. Those two things hit a crossroads. And I realized that I was being deceitful, not intentionally, by the way. Um, I realized I was not giving massive value with confidence that it could work for people, but just kind of experimenting. And I realized that in order for me to continue my personal development journey, that I needed to take a break from making money at personal development and actually needed to go through it. And yeah. so um, I stopped doing that um, after three years and I started up a remodeling company again in 2015. And by 2017, we were at a million dollars and we've just been, you know, exploding ever since. And the rest of the story is this, because I had enough capital to invest in myself, I joined another mastermind program to learn more. Thank goodness I had gone through all those experiences because when I joined this mastermind, they were in hyper growth and I became the director of executive coaches for them. And now I'm coaching people making $30 million a year. I'm coaching brand new entrepreneurs. That's how I met you. Yep. You know, and you're, you're here, you are transitioning from a job and being an entrepreneur and I'm helping people all over the place. And I realized, wow, I've written a best-selling book. I speak on stages in front of hundreds and hundreds of people at a time. People are starting to listen to me and, and do what I tell them to do. And I'm talking a lot about go giving. I'm talking a lot about servant-based leadership. I'm talking a lot about loving on people and giving value first and don't worry about the money. And I'm watching people start to make shifts. And about eight months ago, um, I parted ways with that company and I had already been building Iconic in the background. We, to date, we've put about a half a million dollars into this business um, and you helped me with that. And I'm really grateful for that. And uh, I said, what if, what if we didn't focus on the money? We trusted that God would bring it to us at the right place and at the right time. What if we didn't, worry about exploding this thing into thousands and thousands of people, but we actually serve them number one at no cost. And we have a group on Facebook um, called becoming iconic has over a thousand people in it now. And we do webinars that we call boot camps, like at least twice a month where we share all the information that we paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for. Yeah. And, and you've seen that and you've been a part of that. And I said, I want to do it that way because number one, it is giving the value. Number two, it's also proving that we're experts at what we do. Number three, the idea, because we talk about servant-based leadership and go-giving, well, I've got to model that. Number two, as people get enough value, there will be some people through reciprocity go, hey, if these guys are willing to give this away for free, I wonder what it's like when we work with them on the paid level. And so we have three levels to that. And it'll also draw in the right people because of the right core values. Uh, one of the biggest experiences that I've had that really makes it difficult to build any kind of business is when you have anything other than your ideal client that you're working with. And I've been part of organizations that they're really all about that bottom dollar. And so they'll accept anyone in there, but it's kind of like, like bringing a bad employee into a culture that you really have taken the time 
<laughs> to build and that bad employee starts talking behind your back they start talking rudely to you know the other employees it's just it's just a huge disturbance and i said if we don't push it and we don't worry about the number and of course i'm a business owner so i have to think, think about the numbers but if we don't worry about that part and instead we allow people to choose based upon what what we're displaying our core values our ideal client will be the only one that sees the value and shows up. And the truth is they're going to be the ones that, that believe in reciprocity anyway. I know you do. I know I do. I'm not going to let somebody bless me for too long before I go, Hey, I appreciate you so much. How can I serve you? Well, the easiest way you can serve me is if you like it that much, come pay me and let us continue to help. <laughs> right. uh, let us help you learn how to make money utilizing uh, online techniques. Let's help you organize your business by hiring employees, things I've done. And then at our highest level, let's start talking about faith, family, fitness, and finance and how to find harmony in that. Because as an entrepreneur, so much of our time is invested in building business that we can forget about our health. We yep. can certainly forget about faith. And I'm not just talking about faith in God. I'm talking about faith in yourself. I mean, it can beat you up. Um, and, and we we also lose sight of our family. And, and that's just not the, our family that lives at home with us, but our family is who do we bring into our inner circles. And because I've been an entrepreneur for so long, I've experienced every one of these things and had it bit, bite me in the butt. And had to pick myself back up and try to learn the lesson. And it's difficult sometimes because even though you think you're doing something different, if you haven't changed internally, you end up attracting the same thing to you just with a different face and you have to deal with it all over again. So at our highest level, we work through that weekly um, with our clients. And uh, it's really, really a blessing, the people that have come in and the people that are serving on the team, people like you. And I don't know, I think we have 12 or 13 other people now. Yeah, it's grown. Like our team is just filled with all these amazing people. Makes really me excited am. looking at it. <laughs> and they and everybody has different skill sets. You know, everybody has um, something that they truly bring to the table. And you know, my job as leader, I kind of said this on one of our call. We actually had a group call yesterday, and I was talking to our clients, and I said, my job as a leader is to be willing to take the arrows for my team. And then the other thing is I, I'm, I'm elected to have the hard conversations. That's my job. Yeah. Um, that's what makes me the leader. But the truth is, is that all of you all that are inside of our company, each of you is given autonomy to be your own leader. Um, yeah. we, we certainly all collaborate. And if we make mistakes, which I've made, you've made, everyone on the team has made one. Um, we collaborate about it and, and raise each other to the next level and help one another, but there's no micromanagement going on here. No. And, um, I believe that that's not only what's important for my company. I literally believe that is where industry in general is moving towards. So I, if you don't get on board and go through the hard knocks of learning how to make that work now, I think you're going to be ineffective in as quick as about six months from now. Things are changing at a very, very, very rapid rate. Absolutely. And authenticity, vulnerability, giving people autonomy, allowing them to become master of something, allowing them to find purpose behind what they do bigger than the dollar bill. These are all things that Iconic is about. And um, I've never been more excited because we completed the loop, Caitlin. Like 
I've done all the things. I know how to run the events. I know how to help people with their businesses. I know how to help people with their um, mental, spiritual side. And we have coaches uh, on the team as well that work on that. And I'm really grateful for it. Yeah, it's like all these people have just like walked into the team. Like it's just come together. Like all the right people at the right time are just coming together and creating this like perfect loop, like you kind of said, where if you don't have the answer, someone else does. Um, and everybody just bounces off each other and supports each other. And that's just such a beautiful thing to do. Um, this You've talked a lot about like your purpose, finding it, things like that. Um, mm -hmm. But like, what do you have a moment where you were like, yeah, this is my purpose? Like, what was that moment like for you? Um, you know, it's funny. I was on the, I was driving back from meeting a really dear friend of mine um, about 45 minutes away the other night. And I realized I hadn't talked to mom in a while. And you always know you haven't talked to mom when she sends you a text that says, I just would love to hear your voice. And I was like, uh, I have time right now. How about that? How about I call you now? And, um, and so I got on the phone with her and she said, Chris, you've been this person since you were forever. It's who you are. But your question was, when did I identify? <laughs> um, so right around the age of 20, um, I read a book called Scott by Scott Peck, MD called the road less traveled. And inside of that book, even though he is a psychiatrist, he is also a pretty strong Christian. And I was raised in the Bible belt, which is very fundamental. And at 20 years old and I'm in college, I read this book and he says, there are four stages to faith. You know, first there's atheism, then there's agnosticism. Then there's institutionalization and then there's mysticism. And that was the dawning of me starting to realize that maybe God's just not only in a church. And you got to understand everybody hears that now and they're like, yeah, I mean, it's more acceptable now. When I was doing that, thinking about that, it was very blasphemous to even consider like Christians go to church. If you don't, everybody's going to talk about you in the town kind of thing. And so you're either in or out of the group. It was very, uh, whatever. It was weird. But I read that book and I realized, wait, is there a level beyond being in an institution and having a pastor or a preacher shepherd me and all that kind of stuff? And I was like, what is mysticism? And what I learned is it's walking with God, you know, you're, whoever your higher power is. So I went on that path for a while. And I think that led to me owning my own business. It's, you know, certainly it's a lifestyle for me now. I've, after I'm, I've been a business owner more than half my life at this point. Um, next year will be exactly half my life. And because uh, it's funny how that, as you get older, it shifts. But um, right around 2011, I was running Think to Succeed. And I ran into a fellow from Scotland and he had a program and it wasn't fully developed yet, but I developed it into activating my purpose, what we have today. And part of activating my purpose is reaching. If you don't know your purpose, who are the top three people in your life that know you the best? Yeah. And so I thought about that because I was doing a lot of research online and I said, you know what, my little brother, I've been coaching him since he was 16. You know, he's 
28 years old at this point. I'm going to reach out to him and say, Jonathan, you have three words to describe me. Only three. And he said, dude, that's easy. You're a hub of love. I said, what? He said, dude, you're a hub of relentless love. And Caitlin, the moment he said it, all the hair stood up on my arms. I started crying immediately. I almost felt like I'd been seen for the first time, you know? And I realized that was not a disempowering thing, especially as an alpha guy. It was actually like what he was saying is, bro, you just don't quit on people, man. Yeah. I've never met somebody that you refuse to quit on people the way you do. And that's when I knew my purpose, Caitlin. And that's when I finished creating the program, activating my purpose. And um, part of my job in order to receive what I've asked for, you know, the money and speaking on stages and all the things that I wanted to do to live a fulfilled life, have a great relationship with my spouse and everything, is that my job is to spread love. My job is to be a hub of relentless love to anybody that shows up on my doorstep. Um, and that's what I do. I, I just, I look for it. I do it. It's my purpose and I live inside of it. And I would do it if I didn't make a dime doing it because it's easy for me to do It's I naturally go in that direction. And that doesn't make me better than anybody else. Uh, your purpose might be different. That's listening to this right now, but lean into it. Yeah. And the more I've leaned into it, the more I've grown and the more I've grown, the more I've been able to serve and the more I've been able to serve, the more value I receive in return. And I just keep exchanging that value for value on an upward spiral. And um, it's not easy. It's not easy, but I'm getting better all the time. And I think that for me is good enough. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's like the perfect explanation. It, when the thing about purpose or anything, if you're not working on it or um, exercising it all the time, you're just going to stay average, right? You're not going to be able to fulfill it to the full point that you can be. And that means focusing on every area of life. So definitely a hundred percent. So Chris, you mentioned that there is a mastermind called Iconic. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about what that's like and where can people go to uh, find it? So the best way is to, we have a group on Facebook. I think it currently, it has like 1.1 K members in it. Um, it's a free group, doesn't cost a dime and it's called Becoming Iconic. It's a private group, so you'll have to search it. Um, and we're leaving it private on purpose, even though it's a free group. And uh and all you have to do is, um, you know, click the button to join. I think we asked three questions maybe to make sure that, you know, you're aligned and you'll follow the rules and then come play with us. We have people that are dropping information in there. We drop a lot of, from the team, we drop a lot of information in there all the time, but there are other people that are, they're, they're talking about what's going on and, and what they're doing in business. It's a networking opportunity. Um, and it's also an opportunity that if you're looking to expand yourself in your business or in your faith or in your family walk or um, even in your fitness, we have experts inside of that group that are willing to share. All you got to do is ask a question. And I don't know about for you, but I, I always wanted that. Like, like, again, when I first started my business, all I had were the yellow pages. Yeah. You couldn't search anything on an internet. Like it didn't exist. Cause and you were so, in the dinosaur ages. Yep. Huh? Cause you were in the dinosaur ages. Thank you, ma'am. I was in the dinosaur ages, but, um, but you know, 
the ability to be inside of a community that is very intentional and very active and doesn't cost a dime for you to come check it out. It, it's been a great honor to be able to like really go, let's push that needle forward. Let's just give the best of what we got right here for nothing. And the truth is, is that will eventually lead the right people into the paid side where we run with you and we syndicate together and we support each other online. We support each other by buying things from one another and, um, and doing events and all the kinds of things that we do. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, I'm going to drop the group uh, in the bio below. Make sure you also check out Chris's Facebook, all the social medias, as well as the website as well. Chris, thank you for coming on. I am so glad that I got to have you on here and tell everybody your story. Um, and let's have a great day. Appreciate you, Caitlin. Take care, everybody. Hey, thank you for listening into my podcast, Finding Path to Your Purpose, The Entrepreneur's Journey. I am super excited that you were able to tune in. And if you liked this podcast or if you found any golden nuggets, make sure to share it with your family and friends on social media. And also make sure you go over and give us a review on iTunes or any platform you listen to. It will help us rank better and get us in front of more viewers and get them some value as well. Again, thank you for listening in and go out there and crush it.